Welcome to the Arantian Mystic Podcast, and welcome to the second day of Lent. Today, our meditation is going to be about letting go of anxiety. And once again, we'll be reading from the booklet, 40 Days of Letting Go, Lent 2023, published by the Unity School of Christianity. And at the end of today's meditation, we are going to reflect on a passage from the Arantia book that speaks about how the angels or our guardian angels see our human fears and anxieties. And this is a verse that if we really ponder what it's saying to us, I believe it can really help us to alleviate a lot of the unnecessary fears, worries, and anxieties in our lives. So let's begin by reading our meditation for the day entitled, I Let Go of Anxiety, written by Reverend Bill Engelhart. Feelings of anxiety are the equivalent of paying interest on a debt that we have yet to incur. I can think of nothing more rewarding than letting go of the time and energy put into thoughts of fear which is at the core of all anxiety. In order to release anxiety, we can remember how often those feelings have lied to us. I recommend a practice I have used for decades. When feeling anxiety, I write down the issue in a notebook and leave space to write the eventual outcome. Across the span of 40 years, Whenever I look back, I see that 100% of the issues never resulted in the worst-case scenarios my fears and anxieties prophesied. Each time I record a new fear or worry in that notebook, I am reminded of their prior outcomes. They are proof that anxiety and fear were false prophets. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Philippians 4, 6. And our affirmation for today is, I envision only best case scenarios. As today's reading recommends, I feel that it would be a wonderful practice for all of us to view our fears and anxieties as false prophets because they always come to us with great words of gloom and doom. They threaten us and scare us. But in the end, these things never happen. Our own personal fears and anxieties are a lot like the people in our world today who are always prophesying the end of the world. They're always saying, this is the year when Jesus will return. This is the year when time will end. And yet, years and years and decades later, here we still are. 
Maybe some of us have been fooled by these empty false prophecies in the past, and maybe they gave us worry and concern and fear. The end is near. Am I good enough to go to heaven? Have I been good enough to go in the rapture that many preach about? But then over time, we begin to see such preachers of gloom and doom and the end of the world as bullies on a playground because their words are never truly backed up by any fact, strength, or power. And over time, they just become inconsequential in our lives. We don't worry about these things anymore. And so it should be with our own fears and anxieties. As the article states, how many times have they lied to us? How many times have they prophesied the worst case scenario or the end? And yet the end never came. We're still here. We made it through. It is truly a mystical practice to look inward and see what's going on in our own heart, our own thoughts, and to see where these voices are coming from and who's speaking to us in that inner chamber of our heart. Is it the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Truth, or is it our own human reasonings, fears, anxieties, and tendencies to blow things way out of proportion. In mysticism and in Christian metaphysics, it is said that every person in the Bible is you and you are every person in the Bible, meaning that the stories in the Bible are allegories and they're all situations will, that will take place at one time or another within yourself. There are the voices of the Pharisees who will criticize and want to crucify the higher thoughts that come to your consciousness. We all have the Christ thoughts that call us to light and peace and faith. But then we all have the doubting Thomas within that says, this is too good to be true. This can't possibly be. I won't believe it until I see it. And so with that mystical and metaphysical allegory in mind, it can really help us to look at our own fears and anxieties as false prophets who have no power and no divine power backing their words. And now in closing, I would like to read from the Arantia book from paper 113, section 2, verse 5, and it states, The angels develop an abiding affection for their human associates, and you would, if you could only visualize the seraphim, develop a warm affection for them. Divested of material bodies, given spirit forms, you would be, ne you would be very near the angels and many attributes of personality. They share many of your emotions and experience, some additional ones. 
the only emotion actuating you which is somewhat difficult for them to comprehend is the legacy of animal fear that bulks so large in the mental life of the average inhabitant of Urantia or our planet. The angels really find it hard to understand why you will so persistently allow your higher intellectual powers, even your religious faith, to be so dominated by fear. So thoroughly demoralized by the thoughtless panic of dread and anxiety. So this verse tells us that the angels are perplexed by this notion of letting fear override our thoughts and our higher intellectual powers and even overshadow our religious faith. And sometimes, for some people, the religious faith is filled with fear and anxiety. There's another verse in the Arantia book that speaks about we as human beings really have nothing to worry about, that we shouldn't be so afraid because we have perfect guides in our lives. Those guides being the indwelling spirit of God and our guardian angels. We are loved. We are taken care of. We are guided. And so many times I think we forget about that and we let our material animal mind run away with us. We have so many catchphrases that we come up with that just compound our fears and anxieties and even our grief and our sorrow. We lose a job or a relationship and we often hear people say, my life is over. We lose a loved one and we often hear people say, I'll never see them again. Life changes and the familiar falls away and we often hear people say, my life will never be the same again. I don't know what I'm going to do. We have such ways of putting these fear-based, anxiety-inspired phrases of finality on everything in life. Like this world is the be-all and end-all, that this is all there is. But that's not true. We have so many spirit personalities that are looking out for us and cheering us on and leading us and guiding us and trying to inspire us. All these personalities created and sent by God. God himself lives within us. And if we think about this, and if we just open our spiritual ears to catch that inspiration, catch those messages, catch that guidance, we're going to realize that we're not alone in this. Someone's always there to catch us when we fall. Someone is always there to hold us up when we feel like we can't stand. And though life may be hard, 
And the Arantia book tells us many times that, yes, we are going to have trials and tribulations in this life. The words of Jesus in the Arantia book say that, he says that, you know, he doesn't promise to deliver us from every trial and tribulation, but he will be there with us through every one of them. So we are always well looked after. And there is a spiritual lesson in every trial. There is little points of light that we can gather from every time of darkness. Even in experiencing or facing physical death, we are resurrected in the mansion worlds spoken of by Jesus in the Bible and in the Arantia book. So no matter what happens to us, no matter what befalls us in this physical, natural world, we are not going to fall into utter darkness and never be able to find our way out. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. There's always healing. There's always resurrection. There's always new beginnings. There's always new strength for us to draw upon from our helpers in the spirit world. And knowing this, is it any wonder that the angels are somewhat bewildered and perplexed when we let all of our intellect and our reasoning and our faith just be overrun by fear and anxiety? And maybe, just maybe, with the help of our guardian angels and with the help of the Spirit of God that dwells within us, just maybe we could catch a glimpse of that truth if we think about it. And a lot of these fears and anxieties will just fall away from our lives. For it is when we really catch hold of the truth of these kinds of thoughts that we can begin to release anxiety for good.